Hello, all. Welcome to episode number 31 of Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged. And I'm happy to say that I'm bringing you today yet another level 2 3 class. I know, you guys, the level 1 classes are coming, I promise you. I just got a little bit um, overwhelmed this week, and I thought this one was the better class to put up. So please, forgive me. But um, it is focused on St. Patrick, as I'm sure, uh, as I give it to you tomorrow, and I publish it tomorrow, which will be March 18th. Um, St. Patrick just happened. St. Patrick's Day, I mean, just happened <laughs> on March 17th, which is still uh, today, my time. Um, it is a very fantastic class and very fun-filled with all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. There's going to be lots of pictures on the website, so please go check it out. And I have a special little thing that I get a chance to give you today. So uh, part of the class, and that would be literally three minutes, I have recorded and uh, put up a very tiny video supplementing this class, meaning that it's going to be only about three minutes to supplement the variation that we're going to do for Pincha Mayurasana, which is Feather of a Peacock, preparation, walking up the wall with headstand arms. If you guys want to see it a little bit closer, please feel free to go to the website and click on the link that is going to be on the post, on the show notes. Now, if you don't get a chance to go to the website, it's going to be uploaded to a very incredible uh, website called Rever, and that is R-E-V-V-E-R. And if you just type in www.rever.com, and then at the website, search my name, Elsie Escobar, you should come up with... Um, my videos on that website and which is where it is uploaded. You are more than welcome to actually take that video and put it up uh, in your website if you would like or you can put it up on your MySpace page, whatever you like. No worries, no problems. You can get the code from there and it's going to be very fun. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you did not know, I actually also put a little uh, video podcast up on the feed as of last week. And if you didn't check it out, you are more than welcome to check out your iTunes music store. Because if you are subscribed, you got the video no matter what. But you might have not noticed. So go to the movie section or even the video podcast section in iTunes and check it out. It should be there. And if it's not there, then you can always come to my website, elsiesyogakula.com, and check it out there. It's just about stretching your feet out, and it's very short, so no worries. And, and you can just have fun with it. It's my first try at this stuff. So I love all the feedback I've been getting. I hope to give you more of this stuff, um, and uh, I enjoy doing it. So please feel free. To leave me feedback, you can call me at 206-666-4439, or you can leave me uh, comments on my website at elsiesyogakula.com, or email me at eyogaclass at gmail.com. Now, if you do want to say thank you, thank you to me in any way, you're more than welcome to go to the iTunes Music Store and leave me a review. I cannot tell you how important that is for, for us uh, little podcaster people. 
And also uh, go to dig.com. That is D-I-G-G.com. And go to the podcast section there and dig me. It's uh, one of the highest, uh, one of the websites that everybody goes to. So I get a lot of uh, people from there if you want to go do that. And that would be fantastic. So um, stay tuned to some new stuff that's coming up. I hope you like it. And I love to hear from you guys. So, um... Call me, email me, comment to me, whatever you need, and I hope you enjoy. Oh, 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 and I used music for this specific class this time. I have a very special playlist that I used for this specific class. It's a St. Patrick's playlist, and I will have links to all the musicians, to all the artists, to everybody who... Um, I used for this uh, podcast or for this like class the music so please feel free to uh, link to these artists and uh, listen up it's fantastic have a fantastic class and I will see you soon bye bye We're, there's like an Anusara opening invocation, right? Like we have a little a little chant that we usually chant before an Anusara class, and that's what it's called. It's called an opening invocation, and a lot of the yoga uh, systems have invocations. The Iyengar system, the Ashtanga system, will has um, what is it? What is it called? I forgot. Oh my goodness gracious, I forgot what he calls it. But there's another invocation. It usually to invoke. It's like to bring blessings, right? It's a, it's a way in which you can set an intention. It hones your focus, and it allows you to start to um, soften your individuality, basically, so that you can open up a little more. It's like a, a little prayer, kind of. And each one of them is very uniquely itself to whatever system you practice. But we don't always just have invocations in yoga. You have invocations all the time. I know that there's certain things that I like immediately just sort of chant inside myself whenever I'm in a situation that I'm kind of scared in. Like whatever it is, you know, like anything that pops into your mind. Little prayers that might be yours or sayings that your parents taught you. When you're especially in a situation that you feel uncomfortable in, that's usually when they come out. Like, most of the time we, we kind of forget them when we're doing really good. But when it's like, you know, you lost something or, you know, you're some, somebody's suffering that you love, like immediately you say that one thing inside and that just evokes goodness, you know. And um, uh, St. Patrick, tomorrow is his, his day. And a lot of the time, you know, people celebrate all kinds of very bizarre things. I was wondering, like, you know, it's like an opportunity to get really, really drunk, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it is to me, you know. Like, I just find people doing that, you know. It's crazy. Downtown L.A., you should check it out sometimes. Like, today, nuts. Crazy. I've, I just happened to be downtown once when, when St. Patrick's Day. It was St. Patrick's Day, and it's today for them over there. It's insane for them because it's a, day, it's a weekday. It's tomorrow, but um, today it's at 7 a.m., 8 o'clock in the morning, the bars are open and people are down there. Like, I was walking down, I was going, what the? I mean, in outfits and the whole thing, and you're just like, whoa, this is insane. And the people that work downtown, so anyway. But part of it is that he's the patron saint of faith. And faith is, um, is a natural instinct. It's a natural 
instinct for us humans to believe in things that we don't see. I know that at least one time you have believed in something that you had no uh, consciousness of, that you haven't been near, that you hadn't experienced before. It was just like a feeling that you had. Hmm. Nothing before you told you there's an instinct. And there's a prayer that's attributed to St. Patrick's, and it's called the St. Patrick Breastplate, or the Shield of St. Patrick. And uh, it's really fantastic because he begins in this prayer to evoke and invoke, literally, nature itself. All the qualities of nature, the earth, the steadiness, the flight, the light, everything. And then he goes to the one, and he invokes all the most beautiful virtues to shield him. And it's amazing. So when you start to, we're going to play just a little bit of it as our little uh, kind of invocation today. So take a nice, tall seat. Go ahead and close your eyes. Let's see if this works. And just turn to your breath. Turn to your seat and breathe. Sitting up as tall as you can. Bring your hands to your heart. Invoke inside of your heart 
whatever brings you faith, grace, steadiness. So as we move together through this practice, we do so from a place of strength. Take a deep inhale, please. And exhale, bow to your heart. Release your hands. Lift your head fully and open your eyes. Downward facing dog, everybody, please. Onto your mats. And just let yourself breathe and stretch. Take a moment to rediscover your body in ways that might at times become uh, mundane, and yet as you rediscover it, they are revealed to you in new ways. Please walk yourselves all the way forward to the top of your mat. Widen your feet so that they are more hip-width, please, apart. And just let yourself fold, breathing more and more up your legs as if you were thinking of that, uh, evoking the steadiness of the earth into your legs. So with every breath, you bring that rock kind of quality in your legs. Yet a yielding and soft heart, like the quality of water, Keeping that, inhale and stretch your chest forward. Please lengthen the heart, the spine. Exhale, fold back in. Let's do that a couple of times, rooting down into the earth to float the heart forward. Exhale, fold. Good, let's do one more, please. Inhale, stretch and lengthen your heart. Exhale and fold. Fantastic. Please bring your hands to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. Root down and rise up, opening up. Take your arms straight up towards the sky. Go ahead and grasp your right wrist and lean over. So you're pulling your right wrist to your left, basically. Notice how all the elements really in nature are present in your body. Every single aspect of it is already inside. Inhale, come back up. Let's go ahead and do the other side. Clasp your left hand and move over. From the tailbone, rooting down into the earth, letting the back of your waistline fill softly, kindly. Inhale, come back up. Stretch both of your arms straight up towards the sky, even more through the thumb part of the hand so the back of your waist becomes stronger, fuller, Exhale, fold and bow. Please touch the earth. Reach your chest straight forward and lengthen your spine. Exhale and bow. Root down to rise up, everybody. Circle the arms up and touch the sky. So literally reach up. Bring your hands straight to your heart. Inhale, circle the arms and lift up. Exhale and fold and bow. Touch the earth. Extend and lengthen your chest forward. Exhale, fold back in. Root down to rise up. Circle the arms up and lift up. Bring your hands straight to your heart. One more. Inhale. Exhale, fold. Inhale, lengthen. 
Exhale, plank position, top of a push-up. It requires a lot to find that sense of steadiness and faith in your body. So holding the top of a push-up as you stretch your arms straighter, slide the tips of your ears back. And like that invocation of softness, really, you actually open up to something greater. Let your skin soften a little more. Let your jaw soften, your gaze soften. And now simply from your heart, Chattarangarindasana. It doesn't mean you get sloppy, you're actually fuller. Cobra, please, or upward-facing dog. This is a curvy pose that invokes more of the sweeter fluidness of your spine, not a hardening. Downward-facing dog, press back and stretch. The hardest times that we have are really the ones that require our biggest uh, steadiness, our biggest... uh, Stepping in to a place of maybe at times darkness, but darkness is not really a bad thing. Darkness is a way in which we can come back and really abide by our hearts, which isn't necessarily easy. Please jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Inhale, Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale, fold. Scoop the tailbone down, rise up from the back of the heart and stretch up. And bring your hands straight to your heart. Inhale, touch the sky. Exhale, fold and bow, touch the earth. Inhale, stretch your chest straight forward, everybody. Step back once again, plank position, top of a push-up. So let's try together this time by... uh, Spreading your toes even more, and even try to come only on your big toe. I don't know if you've seen that gorgeous picture of um, Tanya out there, where she's doing a chaturanga right on top of a yacht. (laughs) And she's on her only, only on her big toes. The rest of her toes are spreading out. Chaturanga, slowly come all the way down to the ground. Keep your shoulders back. Good. Come into your back bend, please. Melt the upper back forward, sides of the neck back, and lift, and downward-facing dog, press back. And it's so interesting because that the big toes are that which holds you to the center. They're the ones that are closer to your midline. They literally are denser than the other toes. They're bigger, hence big toe. <laughs> And so they hold more steadiness. If you, try, <laughs> if you try to do that with the pinky toes, they would be not having a very good time. Right foot forward to the top of your mat, please. And let's come up into crescent, please. Coming up into crescent. Arms up and over the head. Stretch out the fingers. Good. Come high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot. And do begin to cultivate a deeper sense of steadiness so that you squeeze your legs isometrically towards the midline a little bit more. Good. One more breath here, guys. And now check this out. Slowly, lifting up through the arms. Now go ahead and close your eyes for one full breath. Close your eyes. Feel your earth. Abide your heart a little bit higher up. Hold steady. One more breath. Fantastic. Exhale, hands down to the floor, downward facing dog. Oh, closing the eyes in that pose is tough, man. Remember the steadiness. Remember the goodness. 
Left foot forward to the top of your mat, please. Rise it up, come up. Steady. Let your breath soften a little more. Your heart softens a little. Once you've found that steadiness, go ahead and close your eyes. Try it for a couple of breaths. Great. Exhale, hands down to the earth, step back, plank position. Sides of the neck up away from the ground. Chattarangarindasana. Cobra, upward facing dog with your breath, please. Downward facing dog. Strong back through your thighs. Listen to your breath. At the end of your next exhale, can you playfully please jump or step forward to the top of your mat? Good. Realign your legs so that they're just a little bit wider, more hip width. Go ahead and bend your knees 90 degrees, please. Lift your toes up. Once again, let your big toe become very powerful. And even lift the pinky sides of the toe up away from the ground more. Good. Extend your arms forward towards the front of the room as if you were uh, skiing more than anything else. That's it. Stretch your booty back a little bit more. Reach more through the thumb parts of your hands to fill the back of your waistline. And even extend the back of the neck a little bit more. Good. One more breath here. Exhale, fold forward. Stretch your legs straight. Bow. Mm-hmm. Inhale, extend and lengthen. Exhale and fold. We're going to do that again. Bend your knees. Lift your toes up. Take your arms forward towards the front. See if you can take your belly closer to your thighs this time and reach your thighs back while reaching your arms forward. Feel as if somebody's pulling your thumbs towards the front part of the room a little bit more so that the back of your waistline fills more. Good. Sides of the neck back. Big stretch. Exhale, bow forward. Touch the earth again. Stretch your legs. Ah, inhale, lengthen your heart forward. Exhale, Chattarangarindasana, please. Jump or step back all the way through. Soft through the heart, everybody. Great job. And downward facing dog, fantastic. Please step your right foot forward and your back heel to the earth. Bring your right arm to the inside of your leg. You can come up onto your fingertips to the inside of the leg. Opposite hand right to your hip. Make sure that your back leg, guys, is far back enough so that your front thigh can bend 90 degrees. You might have to take a little bit of a wider stance. Keep your left hand to your left hip and begin to squeeze your legs isometrically towards each other a lot, firing up your upper inner left thigh. That sense of steadiness and faith is in the front back thigh. Keep that. Now scoop your tailbone down on the right and use your right arm to push your right knee towards the right more, towards the right. Good. Now turn your belly up towards the sky. Take your shoulders back. Keep using your right arm as a leverage to curl. And now take your left arm straight up, straight up. Good. 
Realign here just a little more. So lift your back toes again and begin to press your left thigh back. Even try to arch your lower back a little more. Good. Now keep your left thigh pinning back. And now faithfully scoop your tailbone down and turn up to experience that strength. Good. Hands down, please. Chattarangarendasana or downward facing dog. Great job, guys. Come back to your breath. Left foot forward, back heel to the earth. Please take your hand to the inside of your left leg this time, either the palm flat or on the fingertips, and take your right hand to your right hip. Once again, it's a variation of Parsvakarnasana here, just to find a little uh, more opening through the hips. Scissor first the legs isometrically towards each other, so that in itself evokes the earth. It gives you strength and steadiness. But keeping that, now begin to take your thighs back. And when you take your thighs back, it becomes more fluid. Think more water. Think that there's liquid in the pelvis and it widens and spreads. Keeping that, now you burn the water with the fire of the tailbone as you scoop it down to the ground. Press the left knee toward the left even more. And now joyfully open air in the heart as you take your shoulders back and the right arm up. Sides of the neck back. The skin softens and spreads. Press the head back. Good. Hands down. Please step back. Plank pose. Exhale sweetly. Chattarangarandasana. Cobra pose. Oh, yeah, downward facing dog. <laughs> You see that? Woohoo! Right foot forward to the top of your mat, please. Good. Keeping your back heel lifted for this one. Back here is lifted. Walk your right foot over to the right side of your mat a little bit. Bring your torso to the inside of your leg. And walk your whole torso even more away from your right leg. Widen your hands wider than Chaturanga arms. Wider than Chaturanga arms. And now slowly bend your elbows halfway down to the ground as if you're doing a push-up. So think about this as an opportunity to work on your chaturanga, not so much about your hips. <laughs> so keep lifting your thighs up away from the ground and think, wow, what can I do now to work on that chaturanga? Sides of the neck up away from the ground. Mm -hmm. Press your head up into me right here. There you go, Tim. And now squeeze the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in. Bend your elbows two inches deeper, guys. Shoulders back. Beautiful. And slowly come all the way back up. Wasn't that fun? Downward facing dog, please. Oh, I'm so joyful. <laughs> Extend back. <laughs> Left foot forward, please. Let's switch sides. <sighs> Keep your back heel lifted and walk your right hand and your left hand a little more away to the right. So your torso is away from your leg. Widen your hands wide. Palms of the hands flat. Bend your elbows and slowly start to come down to the ground. Think only your heart is coming down, not so much your hips. That's it. And even, Tim, you can turn your hands out slightly. You can do this two different ways, guys. You can keep the palms flat on the ground, or you can even come on ridge tops or even fingertips to do the same thing, because you're working on your shoulders more than anything. Sides of the neck up away from the ground. Beautiful. And slowly step back. Please, downward-facing dog. Press it and stretch. Great. Keep the strength of your legs as you push back through your thighs. 
Right foot forward, Trikonasana, triangle. Opening up. Everybody lift your right toes up away from the ground more. Good. Nice job. Press especially the front part of the heel onto the floor a little bit more. Squeeze the top of the right thigh and then turn up towards the sky a little more. Shoulders back, hard up. How about coming up into Ardha Tendrasana, half moon pose, please. Bend your right leg deeply, shift forward, and stretch up. You have a choice here, guys. You can stay here for Ardha Tendrasana. You can start to play a little bit more into Ardha Chandra Chapasana, which is bending the top leg, holding your left foot with your left hand and starting to open up a little bit at a time. Maybe today you only grab a hold of your foot. Take your time to open up. Squeeze the top of the right thigh even more. There you go, Tim. Nice job. One more breath. Fantastic. Gently release the back foot. Gently release the back foot. And slowly, Trikonasana, triangle pose. Aha. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Full stretch up. You guys are doing great. Fantastic. Exhale. Hands down to the floor. Plank position. Top of a push-up. Chaturanga Dandasana. Follow your breath. Cobra upward facing dog. Melting even here through the upper back. Nice and downward facing doggy pose. Good job, guys. Left foot forward to the top of your mat for Trikonasana triangle pose. Beatrice, you can step your left foot a little farther back. Your right foot a little farther back. That's it. Power up those legs, guys. That's it. Good. Stephanie, you can take your left hand a little farther back. Try putting your hand to the outside of your shin here, princess, like that. Now press your form into your shin, shin against the form. So you drag and you stay steady there. Squeeze the top of the thigh even more. Good. And then you can start to open up. Mm-hmm. Sides of the neck back. There you go. Good. And then slowly, Ardha Chandrasana. Everybody float up. Take your time. Sabrina, try taking your left hand a little bit farther forward and to the left. It might go off your mat, but it might help you find more steadiness there. Just work it there. Carla, just work on steadying your left kneecap more. Squeeze the top of the left kneecap. You don't have to stretch the leg straight, but do squeeze. Bend the top leg if you want to move into Ardha Chandra Chapasana from here. Take your time. Tim, be mindful of your left foot and make sure it's facing straight forward. Good. One more breath. You guys are doing great. Slowly release the top leg. Release the top leg. And very carefully step all the way back. Trikonasana. Navigate through. Through steadiness. Notice what remains steady for yourself. Trust. Hands down to the floor. 
Plank position. Tops of the thighs up towards the sky, scooping the tailbone down. Use your breath, everybody. Take a deep inhale at the top. And as you exhale, the whole exhalation takes you down. Good. Cobra, please, or upward-facing dog. Point the toes and claw the finger pads, shoulders back. Downward-facing, please. Breathing and stretching back. Good. Step your right foot forward and your back heel to the earth. Rise up, warrior number one. Take your arms up over the head. Stretch it up. Interlace the hands behind your back, please. Lift up through your chest and bow forward towards the right ankle, please. Have that memory of that variation of Parsvakanasana that we did earlier. Remember how you scissored the legs in towards the middle. Now here, take the groins back. It's the same action. And now you're going to scoop your tailbone down and use your right arm to push the right knee more towards the right. You give yourself a little bit more space. Good job. Feel the back of your waistline. Now extend from the tailbone down into the earth more. Good job. Exhale, hands down to the floor. Unplug your back foot, everybody, and stretch your right leg absolutely straight. Walk your hands back. Pin your right hip back a lot. Good. So this is a little bit of a variation of Parsvottanasana with your back heel lifted. So lift your back foot as high as you can. And even here, squeeze and even lift the pinky side of the foot up. Power towards the middle so you really find that strength. That stability is going to help the water. The widening of the pelvis as it moves back. Extend your heart forward while at the same time rooting down. Whoa. And slowly bow forward, step back. You can move through a vinyasa, crazy folk. (laughs) Or you can step back to downward facing. No worries. Listen to your breath. Please step your left foot forward. Virabhadrasana number one. Take your arms up. Good. Arms behind you. Interlace them, please. Lift up through your chest. Bow forward towards the left ankle. Especially when things get a little bit challenging, this is when you invoke the blessings. When you invoke the blessings of nature, of all the virtues, of the things, things that you honor. Put that in your legs. Put that in your breath. Put that in your feeling. Pit the right thigh up. Scoop your tailbone down and now extend your legs longer. Push out from the midline, down through the crown of the head even more. Good. Slowly release the hands. Touch the earth. Come high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot, everybody, and then slowly begin to stretch your left leg a little bit straighter. Good. Think about using your back leg to create more space in the front thigh. So even let the pinky side of the foot, that little guy that often doesn't work too much, yeah, start to work a little bit more. So much so that you power in towards the center. Squeeze into my leg over here, Beatrice. Squeeze in. 
And then when you do that, you can pin the opposite hip back more. Good. Keep squeezing. You're doing great. And now scoop your tailbone and push your leg bones longer. Oh. One more breath. Yoo-hoo. And slowly bend your leg deeply, please. Everybody plank position. Now from plank, notice if your shoulders are directly over your wrist. They should be right there. So not forward of your wrist, possibly even slightly behind. And you're going to come to balance on your right hand and the outer side of your right foot for Vashistasana. That's plank side plank position. You can do whatever variation you would like on your feet today. Either using your left foot in front of you to help yourself a little bit, using your left foot back, lifting the left leg up, whatever you like. Shoulders back, heart up, left arm up, everybody. <laughs> Good. One more breath. Go, Tim. Scoop your tailbone, lift up, sweetheart. Push up. Oh, and slowly take your time as you release downward facing dog. We had a lot of people's bootay get heavy like rocks to the earth. <laughs> you see the scene, it was like a domino effect. Doink, doink, doink. It was like that. Good, let's do side number two, please. Oh. I'm sorry? That, is that what? See, now you made me forget. How did I start this whole thing? What was the pose that we did with the leg forward? Oh, nothing. Come into plank pose. No pose. Left hand, outer side of your left foot, please. <laughs> no. We finished. That's right. Flex your back toes. That's it, Steph. Good job. Hold those shoulders and now take the sides of the neck back. There you go. Good. Take whatever variations you would like. Hold steady. Think about earth and at the same time a lightness of your inner body. One more breath here, guys. That much. Oh, like that. Whoa, downward facing dog, please. Yeah, so that takes it out of your wrist. Whew. Good. Press back and stretch. Whoa. I lifted you up. Yeah. <laughs> and slowly, please walk all the way forward to the top of your mat. <sighs> Widen your feet a little bit apart. And just breathe. Quiet the heart. Please bring your hands to your hips. Press down and lift up. Beautiful. Let's move to a wall, please. Take your mats to the wall. We're going to do a variation of Pinchamayarasana, but we're going to actually do it um, as like L pose at the wall, so to speak. So you're going to do like an L shape. But instead of having your hands like usually pincha hands, we're going to do uh, headstand hands. Your head's not going to be on the ground, okay? 
So you guys are going to do the same thing we usually do when we walk up the wall, but you're going to do it through the forearms. So make sure that the elbows are right over the shoulders. The heart is soft, right? So from here, you're going to walk up the wall. Simple from here, it seems like. And then I'm going to give you what to do afterwards. Oh, let's try it. Make sure the shoulders are over the wrists, everybody. Soften the upper back right in between the shoulder blades. Now stretch your legs straight first so that your booty is pretty high up. And then when you start to notice where your butt is, that's where you start to walk up. Good. Good job. And then once you're up there, you've got to take your chest to the wall first. Good. Now I want you to let your head hang this time. So instead of looking towards your hands, let your head hang. And then start to press your thighs up towards the sky even more. That's it. It's as if somebody has their hands in the back of your thighs and you're pushing up into them. That's it. Big stretch up. So that fills the back of your waistline a little bit more. Now everybody, scoop your tailbone up towards the sky and even soften the ribcage back more. Good. Now reach up. That's it, Sabrina. Take one leg up away from the ground. Keep scooping. Take the leg back down, switch sides. That's it. Keep pressing up. Kidneys back. Kidneys back. Good. And slowly place the foot down. Woohoo! Nice job, princess. And slowly release. Good job. It's a lot of work. How'd it go there, Tim? Good. All right, so let's try that again. And from there, what I want you guys to start to feel more of is that strength from the kidneys. When you start to feel that back of your waistline, you do great. You have good kidneys. <laughs> so <laughs> it's that part that tends to collapse for at least me as I tr- usually lose my strength. So feel the back of your waist. Think about feeling the back of that waistline as you push your arms in to extend up. Good. Now, for some of you, you might be able to take one leg off and then see if you can take the other one off. Who knows? <laughs> Try. Let's do it again. Could, should, could your elbows be sore? Or, uh, yeah, they're, you're, they're bony. Okay. You know? Now, from there, try to, to press especially here, this part of your wrist. See that? So that brings more weight here, and that doesn't become so, 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 so painful. You're a little too far away from the wall, princess. You've got to get a little closer. Yeah, take your elbows a little closer. Stephanie, you're a little bit too far also. Just like half a centimeter towards the wall. Just half a centimeter. That's it, Carla. Stick your butt up. So walk lower. Walk lower, Beatrice. Walk lower. Now stick your butt up. Keep thinking up. Now look to the wall. Look to the wall. That's it. Keep reaching up. I want you to take your belly back, the back of your waistline back, this whole thing back. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's it, Steph. Think about the part where you're, yeah, that's it. Stretch up towards the sky more, though. Keep that fullness. You're doing great. Just think about that. Oh, that much. Good. And slowly, slowly take your time as you come back down. That's it, Tim. Good job. Awesome job. Oh, was your head on the ground? I know. I saw that. That was really good. Do you see that? Because part of it, too, is the fact that your, the back of your waistline is so much stronger that way. Don't you think? The, it gives, 
program? No, when you're the, when you were doing it in that way, when you were filling oh. the back of your waist, it just gives you like a solid, yeah. like yeah. power, as opposed to sway, swaying a little bit farther back. It's, I have a hard time getting my kidneys back. Yes. Me too. Yeah. We just have to keep on thinking. We have to invoke strength, you know, and trust. Yeah, we, yeah, it's part. No, seriously, like there's, there's a place, you know, the kidneys are, it's really interesting because I, I remember in teacher training, I don't remember which one of my teachers, to be honest, said, uh, or even if it was a student, that the back of the waist is the place of faith and fear. And so a lot of the time I noticed that, you know, as much as faith is one of those qualities that you always want, you know, you always want to be faithful, you always want to, want to have that belief. But a lot of the time there's the doubt, you know. And so it becomes more, like, it becomes more individual. Like, you kind of put, put it on. You kind of, like, put it on. You're like, I believe but you really don't because it becomes all about the, the individual, the front. And I do that all the time. I mean, you know, and, and a lot of the time, I'm like, I just want to, but really the strength that it takes to bow to it, to be like, okay, I'm going to just go for it. I'm just going to let myself settle back. Yeah, everything moves back. And so it's harder because you can't see it. And, you, and it's not something you push to feel. You got to soften to feel. And it's, it's really challenging. I'm only telling you from experience, just because it's like... Right. It's a, yeah, <laughs> it's a weird feeling, even if you just start to think about... That's why John's so specific about moving from the back body. He's always like, move, move from the bigger connection. Even feels foreign at first, because it's like, well, what is it? You gotta wait. You gotta feel it. It takes a lot more courage to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> to know that you're supported. I—that's one of my biggest problems with handstand for myself. My kidneys. I don't. I, it's like there's a lack. There's like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm going. I'm doing. And then I'm like, Hee. it's like I don't. There's a sense of like, I don't. I. Eh. And you just have to keep abiding, abide it, and you'll know it. I've had it happen where I'm like, oh, this is, and it's the easiest thing ever. Like when you hit alignment, it's like no work. It's no work, but it's work to get to it. <laughs> let's come on back, guys. Let's stand at the top of the mats, and let's do a tree pose at the top of the mat when you come back, please. Stand onto your left foot and bring your right leg up. Take your arm straight up towards the sky. Now, when you guys start to move into this pose... Before you even start to adjust it, notice where you tend to immediately, just with your mind's eye, where do you feel first? What part of your body do you feel first? The front, the back, the sides, your face, your legs, your heart. What part for you is more prevalent? That's all. There's no right or wrong. Can you now cultivate your back body a little bit more? Think that you're breathing from the inner left thigh and even the back of your left leg. Even feel the skin of your buttocks move towards the ground so it softly moves towards the earth to ground you deeper. 
Take a moment to even extend the thumb up towards the sky a little more so your kidneys become longer, wider, and more buoyant. Even the back of the head lengthens, the back of the throat. Beautiful. Keep that fullness in the back body, guys, because that's very key. Take your arms out to the sides. Notice if you forgot the back. Fill the waistline. Bow slightly forward. Even look at your belly a little bit. Now take the right knee forward towards the front and even bow forward more. Round your back a lot. Round your back like you're becoming a little seed. Good. And now stretch your right leg all the way back. Virabhadrasana number three. Keep the back waistline full. Keep the back of your waist strong. Spread. Toes long. One more breath here. Exhale. Very sweetly. Control. Let the back waist be full. Bend your left leg and take a big step back behind you. Arms up. Crescent pose. Yeah. Nice, guys. So your back heel is lifted. And you're going to take a twist now, guys. Bring your hands to your heart. From the back body, especially from the right kidney, twist to your left. Take your time. Breathe. Nice. Slowly, slowly release. Hands down to the floor. Step forward to the top of your mat. Great job, guys. Oh. Hands to your hips, shoulders back, root to rise, everybody, root down to come up. Let's do the other side. Whoa. <laughs> Stepping onto your right foot, bring your left leg up. Feel the back body again. Start to find that connection behind you. Reach the thumb part of your hands up towards the sky more so you become buoyant from behind. You are supported. Keep the fullness in the back of your waist. You guys are doing great. Take your arms out to the sides. Take your left knee forward. And then begin to bow forward and fill the back of your waistline like you're really becoming small, tiny, bowing in humility. And then you can express. Then you can start to push out the back leg. Keep the buoyancy of the back waistline. Good. Exactly. So that connection becomes your strength. It becomes your faith, your trust, your desire. Slowly bend your right leg. Take a massive step back, but it's like you're flying. Rise up into crescent. Even when you waver, you remember the midline. Back heel lifted. Slowly, hands to your heart. Go ahead and start to twist, please.
Notice your breath. And very, very gently release. Place your hands down and step back to downward facing doggy pose. Beautiful job, guys. Please step your right foot forward for pigeon prep. Mm-hmm. Pin the right hip back a little bit, widen the left outer hip to the left, and now you can come down onto your forearms. How are your hips, Sabrina? about your back leg more, Steph. So when you're doing, you're doing a good shift, but think about pressing your back knee down, try to drag it forward. Good, and now pin your left hip more to the left. That's it, there. Keep widening from there. Good. Just one more breath, guys. Good job, slowly rise up. Switch sides. And start to bow forward. Breathing. Down dog, please.
reaching back through your thighs as best as you can. Shift your weight forward, lay on your bellies, please. Ardha Bekasana, half frog pose. So uh, prop yourself up onto your left forearm, everybody. Bend your right leg, hold your right foot with your right hand. Press all ten toenails of your left foot down to the floor. Remember how you were doing Chaturanga Dindasana and I had you guys go up on your big toes and stuff like that? Think about it in those terms here. So I want you to press the tops of your left foot down, but especially more through the big toe. Think that the pinky sides of the foot are lifting up. That's it. Now keep that. Scoop your tailbone down and start to extend your whole heart forward towards the front more. Good. Keep pressing down through your feet. Now widen the outer right hip to the right more. That's it. Now extend and lift your belly away from the ground a little more. Ah, isn't that exciting, Beatrice? And then slowly release, please. I had a less painful approach. Good. Let's do side number two. That was just a more uh, playful approach, don't you think? <laughs> Good. That's it. Now scoop. Yeah. Down to the ground. That's it. Beautiful. Good. Sides of the neck back even here, Steph. Just press the sides of the neck back. You don't have to lift your chin up. Just press up and curl up through the heart a little more. Beatrice, press the left kneecap down to the floor. You've got to press that knee down. And then when you bend your elbow, you've got to bend it in towards you. So bend the elbow and bring your foot this way. That's the fun part that makes your jaw drop open spontaneously. There you go. And then slowly release. <laughs> there. And downward facing. Good. Oh. Good. Stretch back. Lengthen through your thighs, through your toes, through your toes. (laughs) That's your toes and your thighs at the same time. Step your left foot forward for pigeon. This time pigeon with a thigh stretch. Left foot forward for pigeon. Bring your back knee down to the ground. Bend your right leg and hold your right foot with your right hand. Good. Spread the back toes. That's it. Scissor in towards the middle. Nice, nice, Sabrina. Good job with your back foot. Fantastic. Now from here, the fun part is when you start to very gently scoop down, but start to turn your inner body to the left a little more. Not so much your head, but you start to feel that left kidney more and twist slightly to the left. There you go. Then the left shoulder can move back a little bit as you encourage that leg to come closer towards you. Spread your back toes more, Beatrice, and try to push your foot against the hand, hand against the foot as you bring it in. There you go. One more breath. Good. And then sweetly, please release, and let's switch sides. (sighs) Your mom's going to be like... Where did she, what did you go do, honey? (laughs) 
know Molly Malone's. You can just go down the street. It's crazy. <laughs> Bend your left leg. Yeah, it's kind of it's crazy. It's crazy. Good. Now let's all try this together. When you press your back knee down, use your right hand either on your thigh or on the ground as leverage to squeeze your legs in. Good. Now as you press down through the back knee, begin to turn your inner body to the right a little bit. So don't turn your head. Think about your belly button just shifting and feeling more to the right lung, the right lung a little more. Face it more forward. Good. Now keep that. Start to bend your left elbow a little bit more and then start to rise your chest up and back, away from your thigh. That's it. One more breath. Fantastic. And slowly release. Down dog. Oh. Breathe and stretch back. Whoa. Ah. Fantastic, guys. Extend back through your thighs. Good. Walk yourselves forward to the top of your mat and lay on your backs. So we can all start together doing bridge pose, and you can take it as deep as you would like. So you can move from bridge into Urdhva Dhanurasana if you choose. If not, you're more than welcome to stay doing bridge. It's part of abiding to your faith, to your trust, to your steadiness. So especially towards the end of class, this is when you invoke and say all your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can finish off strong. <laughs> so place your hands right alongside your torso. Fingertips facing up towards the sky like robot arms. Spread your toes. Good. Press down through the feet. Good. Squeeze your legs towards each other as if you're trying to drag your feet together so your inner thighs become joyfully engaged. And now scoop your tailbone down. And start to lift your hips up. Think that your outer hips are guiding you here. Not your inner thighs so much. Your outer hips. You come from a place of softness from your outer body. Good. Keep curling your chest and press the sides of the neck back and even the back of the head more. Ah, the throat stays open. If you want to go a little bit deeper, please place your hands right alongside your ears. But do keep the steadiness of the lower body. Even here, Tim, bring your knees slightly closer towards each other, just the knees, and take your inner thighs towards the floor more. Now scoop your tailbone, lift up. Good, come to the top of your head. At the top of the head, walk your hands a little wider and towards your shoulders more. Good, from the elbows, draw to your heart. Scoop the tailbone more as you come up. There you go. Oh, the belly, man. Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, you can widen your feet just a little wider, Tim. Just your heels, that's it. And then think about your inner thighs moving more towards the ground. Take your knees more towards the front, like that. Good, and take your inner thighs to the ground. It's a little bit tougher to do. Think about that skin down. Outer hips up towards the sky more. That's it. Nice job. Take your time, guys, when you start to come down. Just take your chin to your chest. Let yourself settle. That's it. Good. Beatrice, you can widen your hands wider apart and even turn your fingertips out to the sides of your mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And widen your heels away from each other. Just your heels. Ah. All right, guys, number two, go ahead and take your time. Go up on your own, and I'll come and help you guys out if you need it.
Good. So your feet don't have to be so, so very close, especially at the beginning, but do be mindful that they don't become a little more duck-feeted so that you just hold your knee, make sure that your feet are parallel when you're moving up, and you can always remember, you realign, it's like you recheck with your faith, you recheck with that, okay, what do I abide one? To the middle, to the center. Good. That's it. And you know what? From there, I mean, there's a balance between you drawing to the middle, which is what you were doing. You were doing so wonderful. But then you have to remember that as much as you draw in, you've got to extend out. You've got to push from the heart out through the arms. Because faith is no good when you keep it to yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eventually, we try our best to do that. Most of us sort of kind of misalign on the way up, but every time we try to do better. So don't beat yourself up if they kind of get a little askew. But Exactly. Yeah. So then, I know. So then that just gives you a, a, a choice. It, like, it, it makes you remember to always abide. Because a lot of the time when we're like just pushing, it causes us pain. But if we abide <laughs> and we take the time to settle back and just realign and always remember and not think about just getting through it, it's that back body thing again, you know? Yeah. Let's do one more, guys. Place your hands wherever you like. Now, in this last one, you can do uh, wherever you like. Place your hands as weirdly as you can. <laughs> Bing! Uh, no, and do whatever variation of your legs you like, if your arms of you like, um, whatever you choose for the last one if you want any help, please feel free to ask me. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Oops. He's a shoulder injury. Oh, really? When do you have to do it? Mm-hmm. Thigh opener and a, a shoulder stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Just for a little bit, because I have to go teach my other class. Cool. <laughs> I tend to do dissertations, Sabrina. Can't you tell from my like gabbiness? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll, please, everybody, to your right side. That was great. It's not like I lack in terms of, like, does she ever shut up? Go ahead and sit up. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, man. Back bends are key, even though I don't do them enough. All right. Uh, go ahead and bend your, left, your right leg. Stretch your left leg out for Janusir Sasana. Take your eyes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, 
depends on what variation you're doing, and it also depends on your, the openness of your hips. One of them is much more of a forward fold, right? And the other one's a little more open to the side. If you have really open hips, you can press place your left heel or your, your bent-legged heel to your upper inner thigh on that same side. If your hips don't open that much, you can even bring it a little closer. It's a little more open. So this becomes more of a forward bend twist as opposed to straight forward bend. Yeah? All right, so press the inner left thigh down. Squeeze your legs in. And then start to lift and turn towards your straight leg. And reach the hand to the outside as you bow forward. So think about the steadiness of your legs, guys. One way in which you can discern and make the better choice is by noticing if both of your sit bones are equally rooted. If they are not, then you make the widening not so wide. That gives you more steadiness. The wider your legs are, it gives you more freedom. Lift the left kidney away from the thigh a little bit more and use your left hand to help you as you very sweetly twist over. Good. So you can't even hear Carla. Use your hand to the outside of your shin. Take your right hand to the outside of your shin and take your left hand down like that. Yeah, 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 right here. That's it. Now, especially for you, princess, you've got to really cultivate your sacrum. You've got to cultivate that faith in the sit bones. So you've got to scissor your legs in towards the center more and think more moving from that same place we were talking about, the kidneys. The right kidney twists you, but you still hold steady with the sacrum. That's it. Much better. Inhale, everybody. Come back up. Let's do side number two. Thighs move back, groins back. Inhale, lift, and twist. Create as much space as you guys can from the top of your right hip and your right side of your belly. That part tends to bind and squeeze up. Good. So that's part of the fullness of the back of your body. So you start to send the breath to the kidneys, to the back of your lungs, to the back of the shoulder blades to lift up. And then keeping that, then you can melt forward and twist even more towards your right. Good. Inhale, come all the way back up. Great job. Go ahead and stretch your legs out in front of you. Paschimottanasana, take your thighs back. Hands to the outsides of your feet. If you can. If not, you can bring your hands even here to the outsides of your shins. Or even, one really fun thing to do is to just place your hands to the back of your legs and then press your legs into your hands. Lift up through your chest and bow forward. That is if you can't hold on to anything in front of you. Good. That's it. And even there, Beatrice, see if you can grab the outsides of your feet and pull the outsides of your feet towards you. 
Extend more through the inner corners of your feet forward. Breathing. Same there, Tim. Think about doing that chaturanga on your big toes. That's it, good. And softly, please, come all the way back up. Lay on your backs, guys. Good job. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> but he's like, oh. oh. Take your arms up and over the head. Bend your knees. Soles of the feet on the ground, please. And widen your feet as wide as your mat, possibly even a little bit longer, wider. And make sure that your feet are parallel here. So there you go, fantastic. Keep your right knee facing up so the right knee is not going to move. Your right foot's not going to move at all. But you are going to drop your left knee towards your right ankle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can walk your left foot slightly to the left so that you can drop that knee more. And now what's so cool is that you continue to cultivate that inner corner of your right foot down. Oh, take your arms up and over the head. Mm -hmm. Now from there, as you press down through the right foot, with your next inhalation, take your inner thighs in, back, and apart. So it's like your inner spiraling your legs a little bit more, taking your butt back. Try to arch your back first. Try to overdo it. Try to totally overdo it, taking it back. Yeah, even more. Good. Now keep that. Keep even the thighs moving back. Now scoop your tailbone and lengthen out through the left knee forward. Good. Feel the left waistline. Inhale, come up. Side number two. So even the pelvis, guys, the pelvis here, when you rotate your thighs in, back, and apart, you laterally widen your inner thigh over to the right. So you think of this guy moving down, not so much from your foot, but as you press the foot down, you take the inner thigh in, and then you laterally widen the pelvis over to the right. Oh, that much. Yeah, and then from there, now you scoop your tailbone and you extend out. Oh, there you go. Nice. The right side of the belly even fills and softens to the earth more. Good. That's it. Good job, guys. Inhale and come back up. Good. Just let yourself soften here, breathing a little. Take your arms out to the sides, and I want you to take whatever twist of your choice you would like. Anything that's going to help you release and soften a little more. Letting every breath take you deeper take you into strength. Switch sides.
you can now take a few minutes, a few moments to do anything else that your body would like to do. If you want to do another hip opener, another forward fold, another twist, an inversion of your choice. Whatever feels good to you to finish off the practice is fantastic. If you want to just rest on your back and kind of just let yourself breathe, that's fine too. If you want to sit maybe and breathe for a little bit, that's fine also. Just cultivate these next couple of minutes, just letting yourself go. Even towards the end of class, the choices that you make become even more important. For you either begin to calmly engage in ways that will support the pose you're in or fiercely disengage in ways that will let you find more sensitivity and openness. yourself slowly, slowly, within the next 30 seconds or so, start to move into your final pose, the pose where really requires the most faith and trust. Faith is any time that you experience your heart fully. In these last few moments, how do you place your heart? Where do you place your heart?
deepen your breath. Recognize how much fuller your back body is here. Notice how it melts into the earth in such a way that you kind of lose sight where you begin and where the earth begins. When you soften that boundary, notice how your front body in itself becomes more sensitive. And as it does that, it doesn't diminish. It actually gets brighter. Anytime you're in your heart fully, that's faith. Very gently, go ahead and bend a knee towards your chest and roll to your right side. Take your left arm with you, curling on your right. Soften to the earth. Let the left shoulder get softer. The left side of your cheek get softer. So you maintain the fullness of the back body, the softness of the front. And use your arms so that you rise up to come to sit, please. Bring your hands to your heart. Bless you. In what ways do you trust? In what ways do you have a deep belief? And how may we abide to that strength that always supports us, that's always there for us, even when we deny it and we choose to not participate. May we allow ourselves to soften, to know that it's there. Let's together chant Om once, please. Take a deep breath in. Thank you all. Namaste. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs>